This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 6.47. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn. And our show today is dedicated to reactions and analysis to Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim being sworn in earlier as the 10th Prime Minister of Malaysia. Uh, we have been hearing from political analysts, political scientists, as well as party reps. Um, and now we have on the line with us Dr. Afif Bahardin, Deputy Information Chief for Basatu. Uh, Dr. Afif, thanks for speaking with us today. Hi, hi. 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 I'm, um, I'm here. Bye-bye. All right. Welcome to the show. So uh, just before the swearing-in ceremony earlier, Tansri Muyidin Yassin held a press conference asking Anwar Ibrahim to present SDs that would prove he has the support of the majority of MPs. Um, can you talk to us about this in light of Anwar being sworn in as the mm-hmm. Prime Minister today? No, I think what uh, Tansri Muhyiddin has related to us uh, during the press conference in the past uh, few days is the process that we went through when after the general election was concluded with the results came in and shows Perikatan National enjoyed 72 of the parliament seats being won by Perikatan National and uh, Tan Sri Muhyiddin uh, uh, as the leader of Perikatan National has gathered upon uh, support from majority of the members of parliament who are in favour of him to be the prime minister uh, to be uh, sworn in by the king because the if you remember on Monday, uh, oh, sorry, on Sunday, uh, a statement was released saying that uh, we have to submit uh, names and also uh, SDs uh, according to all the, the leaders of the party, as uh, and will be the secretariat that will be in charge for this was the uh, speaker. So that was uh, the chronology event, the chronological event that what uh, Tan Simuidin has related is that we already uh, submitted the 115. SDs to the palace uh, according to what being requested uh, just before the deadline on Monday. But somehow uh, uh, Istana Negara came up with another statement uh, extending the deadline and uh, to Tuesday and un- until uh, today, uh, which is Thursday, only the, the whole uh, uh, process concluded by uh, Dr. Siana Ibrahim uh, being sworn in as a Prime Minister. So I think uh, the uh, what Tansi Mohidin uh, and Perikatan National is asking, uh, to what level is the process are? And uh, why the submission that we submitted on Monday was not considered as majority or as what we perceive as majority of a uh, member of parliament has supported Tansi Mohidin to be prime minister. So we spoke earlier to Wong Chin Huat, who uh, discussed how relying on SDs have con- has contributed to a lot of political instability over the years. Uh, Bursay has also spoken about not relying on them. Said Sadiq said that the rule of law should be respected. How would you respond to this? No, I think we goes back to the constitution. I think we, we uh, even at Perikatan National level, when we discuss, uh, we respect the, the, the power vested to the king to appoint uh, a prime minister in accordance to his interpretation, who commands the majority of the uh, in the parliament. But uh, when the, the process was started by the Istana Negara, uh, which is on Sunday when uh, the thing came out, and saying that we have to submit individual SDs. So the process, uh, I mean, it's up to the, to the Istana uh, in, in whatever form that they want uh, 
for 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 political parties to submit. I think we remember when Barisan National last time still enjoys a two-third majority or even simple majority in parliament, uh, and they were the dominant party. It was not uh, difficult for them even to do transition of prime minister from Tun Mahathir to Pak Lah and then from Pak Lah to Najib. Uh, because at that time, Barisan National commands a majority, so no one else will even submit a name to to, to the king. But I think because of the, the recent election result, uh, looking at the result on Saturday and early morning Sunday, probably that's why the reason uh, Istana Negara was asking for that. So now, since we, I mean, we submitted according to what has been requested by Istana Negara, so this is what uh, we are asking again. Uh, if we have already shown we have 115, so when did Datuk Sianwar show that he has uh, uh, the, 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 the command of majority in what form? So I think this is, this is the way that I think uh, the people of Malaysia need to know and uh, uh, I mean, have the right to know uh, how the process took place. So at the moment then, what role is Baikatan National ready to play? Uh, would you be open to being part of the unity government or in the opposition? Uh, as you know, uh, uh, based on our interpretation, uh, the, based on the statement released by Istana Negara announcing the appointment of Dr. Si Anwar, uh, he is appointed as a Prime Minister, uh, not to lead a uh, unity government, because there was not mention of a unity government there. Uh, and for Perikatan National, I think as of now, we have not spoken to agree to any of uh, formation of unity government. Because in order to form unity government, there must be a consensus and also some uh, framework that need to be discussed, uh, especially before even a, a government could be formed. But now, uh, Prime Minister has been appointed uh, by the King, so it's up to the Prime Minister to decide uh, what kind of government he's leading. But as of now, for Pekata National, I think we will remain not to be part of the... Uh, uh, we are not still considered as part of the unity government that has been formed. As of As of... As of the ceremonial event just now, we could see there's only uh, party leaders from uh, Pakatan Harapan and also Baisa National. So those are uh, probably the, 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 the formation of the government at the moment. Dr. Afif, thanks for speaking with us today. Yeah, thank you. That was Dr. Afif Bahardin, Deputy Information Chief for Basatu, weighing in on the question uh, that was raised by Tan Sri Muhyiddin Yassin, uh, PN Chairman, about statutory declarations and proving that, uh, you know, Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim has the numbers, uh, as well as answering the question of whether or not Pekata National is uh, being is part of the unity government. If you'd like to respond to that, if you'd like to weigh in on how you're feeling today or what the new government should prioritise, we would love to hear from you. That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. So um, on the subject of priorities, which it has occupied the bulk of messages, uh, let's start with this voice note from Jude. I think the new government should prioritize on the racial harmony right now because this is basically that one of the most important now for us to build a better society for the country. With the recent um, political campaign and things like that, I think that we all clearly see there's certain divisions in the people. Well, I come from a mixed religion family in which myself as a Christian, my sister is a Buddhist herself, my brother is actually Muslim. 
And I think that is not easy sometimes when we talk about celebrations uh, and it can be complicated to a certain extent. However, respect and tolerance has always been very important to keep us together. And I think that this is definitely what we need here in Malaysia right now for us to have the political stability, to attract the foreign investor, for a better economy in the next year, for example. I think this is something that the new government should have looked into that. Jude, thanks so much for that voice note. Um, I think that idea of building bridges as well as focusing on the economy is something that is coming through a lot in the messages. Thank you so much also for sharing your own experience uh, in your family. Now, if we look at other points, uh, so the cabinet, of course, we don't know yet who is going to be in the cabinet, but there are a few people sending in wish lists. So, uh, for example, Vaishnavi says, I remember when I was in secondary school, the starting of Reformasi. So Anwar being PM is a long time coming. I want to see an impressive cabinet. Ministers who are educated and have sound knowledge in the ministry that they lead impress the people, please. Also, please get Hannah Yeo in the Women and Family Ministry. She made a difference. Um, Alvin is chiming in. Please appoint Hannah Yeo as Minister for Women, Family and Community Development. So we don't know yet again, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, going to be interesting to see where the Pakatan Harapan ministers from the previous administration, especially ones who were perceived to have performed well, where it is that they're going to shake out in the in the cabinet. Yeah. Uh, Legion, meanwhile, says, what I want, uh, get rid of special envoys, a children's ministry, the revamping of uh, health and education system, more transparent citizenship laws. Um, yeah. And I think that actually those are a good list. I'm interested to see what version. I, I know that now is a little bit kind of late to talk about the manifesto. I'm quite interested to see what what elements will be plucked from each manifesto in the formation of this government, right? Or to see what things come through from each in terms of the laws and acts that are prioritised moving forward. Um, chiming in on education is YY, who says education needs a lot of focus. We need to ensure that the future generation receives education that is effective and of high quality. We need quality intellect. Uh, meanwhile, Zhu Jian says, I'm relieved after days of uncertainty. Um, also, bring back the ban on smoking in public and enforce it. KJ made the tough call in banning cigarettes purchased by those born 25 and after. So the uh, generational endgame bill, I think, is what's being referred to here. Waste separation. God knows we really need that. And then also adds on, no public holiday, please. So in that, Jujian, uh, you are absolutely not alone. Um, let's see, who do we have saying no to public holidays? We've got Tevi, Tony, Waikwan, Steve, Shamsul, Margaret, um, Naga, all saying just a flat out no to public holidays. Uh, and I think that we did also have a voice note that came in from Daniel. Daniel Lee. No, I don't think we need any more public holidays. I think for the past three to four days, people have been pretending to be working at their workplace anyway while waiting for the new PM. So now that we have a new PM, let's all start working again. Daniel, thanks for that. Uh, you know, I... I see where you're coming from, but I also kind of think that having to go to work, maybe this is just me. It's not as if we could pretend to be working. Uh, the work 
actually involved working through the anxiety. So I'm not necessarily arguing in favour of a public holiday, just that uh, the argument that we've all been pretending to work. I don't know, you know, shouldn't it be compounded that we had to work full time while also living with the anxiety? That argument could flip both ways, I feel. Uh, Anyway, let us know though, pro-public holiday, not. How are you feeling about the news today? What do you want the new government to prioritise and focus on? Uh, we're asking you all of that. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.